0: Today we're actually going to talk a bit about fruit. Uh, we're going to talk about fruit and in a way of how this even applies to our own life. So I have a picture I want to show you kids, adults, I don't want you to cheat here. Don't help your kids out. The kids, I think you can get this. Kids, what kind of tree is up behind me here? It's an orange tree. Now, how do you know? Oh, because there's oranges. That, that's how you know that's an orange tree? Are you are you sure it's an orange tree? <laughs> it could be. Yeah, the color's not great. It's an orange tree. You're right. Now, what if the farmer who planted this tree said, "No, no, no, that's an apple tree." Would would you believe him? No. 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 Yeah, you wouldn't believe him, right? Why wouldn't you believe him? Because <laughs> there's orange there's oranges on it, right? Now, what 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 if he painted all of the oranges to look like apples, and then he said now it's an apple tree would you believe him no No, right even though it looks like apples it's not an apple tree now even if you've painted if what this is good stuff right here adults pay attention so the outside doesn't really matter as much it's what's on the inside is that what you're saying this is good stuff. This is good stuff. I think we're done today, folks. We can go home. <laughs> so if, if he, what if he plucked all the oranges off, and then what if he stapled real apples to the tree? Because now if you open up the apple, you'll see an apple, right? So so he plucks all the oranges off. He staples an ap- apples to the tree. Now is it an apple tree? No. Why not? Because no, the, <laughs> the staples. What was this over here? Okay, so it's not real. It's just stapled on, right? So, it, so it's not even just about the fruit, but it's what's inside the tree. Is that what you're saying? The tree is what makes it an orange tree. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Okay, so orange trees can only make oranges. Even if you staple apples on, that's still an orange tree. Is that, what you're, is, that what you're, is that your final answer? Okay, okay. I want to tell you guys something. You guys got 100% on this test, okay? And guess who else agrees with you? Oh, there we go. Good Sunday school answer. God agrees with you. Jesus agrees with you. We're going to look at this text. Jesus talks about this very thing, and he totally agrees with you. Uh, We're going to be in Luke chapter 6, verse 43. I'm going to pray because I want God's word to go inside of us, big kids and little kids. Big kids, that's you adults and little kids. Uh, We want God's word to go in us, and we're going to see why we need God's word to go in us. But let me pray, and then uh, you can open up to Luke chapter 6, verse 43. Oh, Father, we are grateful that uh, we are here today with um, the adults, with the kids, all here, one body, uh, enjoying um, singing songs, being reminded of truth, being reminded of just the blessing it is to, to be generous with what we've been given through the scriptures we heard this morning. Um, we're grateful to be in your word. Uh, together as one big family and so we ask Holy Spirit that you would um, help this word and these various scriptural truths go into our minds but we don't want them to stay in our minds we want them to go into our hearts we want them to find a home in our heart we want them to bear fruit in our heart and we want that fruit to remain in our heart in our lives Uh, so help us as we open your word help us to understand open our eyes so that we can see open our ears so that we can hear now, we thank you, Lord. Thank you for your goodness towards us. And it's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, Luke chapter six, verse 43. This is Jesus speaking. He says, no good tree, a good healthy tree doesn't make bad fruit. Healthy trees make healthy fruit. Healthy trees don't make unhealthy fruit. Also, he says, a bad tree, an unhealthy tree doesn't make good fruit. So if a tree is sick, if it's unhealthy, it can't make good fruit. It only makes sick, bad fruit. And then Jesus says, every tree is known by its fruit, which is what you guys have agreed with. You know a tree by its fruit. That's an orange tree. That's an apple tree. That's a pear tree. And he says this, again, totally agreeing with you kids, uh, figs, right? Some of you guys might know figs. Figs are like a, they're a fruit it comes off a tree. Figs, you don't get figs from thorn bushes. What does thorn bushes make? Blackberry. Thorns. What, what's that? Blackberry. They do, they make blackberries. Actually, that's the next, very good. Well, very educated kids these days. So thorn bushes make blackberries. They also make thorns. So you don't get figs from thorn bushes. So figs aren't gathered from thorn bushes, nor are grapes picked from a bramble bush, which is like a raspberry bush. Uh, where do grapes come from? from a vine, were you gonna say a vine? I knew you were gonna say a vine. So you get grapes from a vine, you don't get grapes from a raspberry or blackberry bush. So here's the point for us, the good person out of the good treasure in his heart, if there's whatever's in your heart, if there's good treasure in your heart, you're gonna produce good fruit in your life, right? Good fruits gonna come out of you. Now, if you're an evil person, you have bad fruit. Bad fruit is gonna come out of your life. So out of the, the good person out of his heart produces good fruit, and the evil person out of his evil treasure and his evil heart produces evil. And then Jesus says this, out of the abundance, abundance means just the overflow, whatever's filling your heart, whatever's filling your heart, that's gonna come out of your mouth. So the words that come out of your mouth and the things that you do that's the fruit of our life, and that proves what kind of a tree we are. Does that make sense so far? Now, many of you adults, as well as a lot of you kids, you guys have been baptized, so you're saying, "Hey, I'm an orange tree, right? I'm, I'm an orange tree, right? you, you say, I'm a Christian, so you're, it's like saying I'm an orange tree. I'm declaring that that's the kind of tree I am. I'm a person who bears good fruit in my life because I've been baptized, I call myself a Christian. But sometimes in life, for all of us, adults and kids, sometimes we don't look or act like Christians, am I right? Sometimes we have some bad fruit that comes out of our mouths, that comes out of our actions. And so we don't act or talk like a Christian. We say we're an orange tree, but sometimes we make apples, right? And so that's kind of interesting. Uh, Jesus says this similarly in Matthew chapter 15. Um, he says, what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart. Right? We just saw him say that in Luke, but he says a little bit different here. What comes out of the mouth comes from the heart. Right? So with that orange tree, whatever is in the heart of the orange tree, is gonna, that's what the orange tree is going to make. It makes oranges. It doesn't make apples. And just because you staple an apple doesn't make it an apple tree. Oranges come from the heart of the tree. So Jesus is saying, if our body and our heart is the tree, our words prove what kind of tree we are. All right, so kids, I want some examples here because uh, we're talking about bad fruit that comes out of our heart and specifically the words that come out of our mouth. What are some examples of how sometimes we might sin um, with our mouths, with our words? Raise your hand so I can see nice and high. Yes. Saying bad things about each other. That's, well, it's not a good one. It's a good answer, but not a good thing, okay? Yes? Cuss words, yep. Also a bad thing, but a good answer. What else? Raise your hand up high. What are, so what are ways that we, lying, okay, good. So, so discouraging each other, right? So encouraging would be a good fruit. Discouraging would be a bad fruit, right? So being discouraging towards others. So not saying nice things. Yes, right there gossiping that's a great one way back there fighting Fighting, yeah so using kind of mean words that kind of thing we have one right there what is it one more time deceiving yes sorry deceiving so yeah like lying right so maybe not totally telling the truth trying to be sneaky right those kinds of things anyone else am i missing anyone right there Not worshiping God. Okay, so using your words to worship something else. Right next to you, I think a relative of yours. Bragging. Bragging? Ooh, good one. Do you, do you, you don't ever brag, do you? Just, what is that? Child. Okay, so being angry with your words yeah, towards your kids. That's a good one. Yeah, what else? Running away from sin. Woo, man. Parents, take notes. These are good. Adults, you guys want to add anything? right back there. Oh, talking back. I was waiting for that one. Talking back. How about whining? Oh, an adult? Ooh, the tone of the voice. Right, you can say the right thing but say it with a really bad tone. So, so we have lots of ways that we can sin and have bad fruit come out of our mouths, right? So we've got talking back. How about whining? Do kids ever whine? Oh, I don't want to, do, all right? Mm, right, don't do that. Whining, um, saying no, right, being defiant, that's, kind of, that's like talking back, uh, making fun of people, saying mean things, uh, anger, saying angry things. How about, how about breaking promises, right, breaking promises, yeah? Oh, okay, there you go, yeah. <laughs> So, so many different ways that we can use the stuff that's in our heart, and it exposes what's inside of us. Our words expose this. So, here's what Paul says in Galatians chapter 6. He says, don't be deceived. Okay, so, right, we had the word deceived back there. Paul's saying to you guys, adults and kids, I don't want you to be deceived. I want you to know something here. This is important for you to know. Don't be fooled. He says, God isn't mocked. You can't fool God right? You can staple apples to you, but you can't fool God, right? When, when these things come out of our mouths, we can't hide that stuff. God sees all of this stuff. So God is not mocked. Whatever you sow, that means to plant a seed. If you plant something, that's what is going to grow. Whatever you sow, that's what you're going to reap. If you plant an orange seed, what's going to grow? An orange tree, right? So whatever you plant, that's what's going to grow. He says, the person who plants to his own flesh, meaning sinful things, right? You, you think bad things about your friends. You think gossipy things. If you think about those things, eventually that's, just, that's gonna come out. It's gonna happen. When you plant to your own flesh, from the flesh, from that sin, that's, you're gonna reap corruption, meaning that's the kind of stuff that's gonna grow in your life. If you think selfish thoughts, you're gonna say and do selfish things, right? If you think angry thoughts, you're gonna say angry things. Whatever we plant in our hearts, that's what's gonna come out of our mouths and out of our lives. But, here's the good news, the one who plants, who sows to the spirit, good things, right, the good things of God, the good fruit, if you plant good seeds in your life from the spirit, you will reap eternal life. And then he says this, don't get tired of doing the right thing. Don't get tired even though it's hard sometimes to keep your mouth shut when you want to talk back, or it's hard sometimes to to not burst out in anger towards your kids or towards your spouse or towards your friends or towards people you see on on TV or on the news, whatever. It's, It's hard for us sometimes to keep our mouth shut. But don't grow weary in doing good. Do the right thing and don't get tired of it because he says this, in due season, in the right time, after you've watered that good seed for a long time, you will reap the benefits of that good fruit if, Paul says, we don't give up. So you've got to be diligent, not just planting that thing, but then watering that thing and being patient with that thing. Eventually, if you do the, again, boys, young, young boys and older boys at the camping trip, we talked about reps, right? Repetition, working muscles in our bodies so that we can do them over and over and get stronger, right? So he says, if we don't grow weary doing the right things, doing the right reps, planting the right seeds, watering those seeds, being patient, eventually good fruit will come out of our lives. Okay, that's the good news for us. So if you plant an orange seed, you're not going to get an apple tree, right? We're going to get an orange tree. If we plant good things, we're going to get good fruit in our life. And Paul says, don't grow tired of this. Now, I want you to hold that thought. We're going to get back to this thing of of reps and practice and all that, but we're going to shift gears. You guys guys ready to shift gears with me a little bit? Take a little left-hand turn. Let's say you have some bad fruit. How many of you guys have ever had bad fruit in your life, like let's say in the last week? Okay. The rest of you guys are lying, so you can raise your hand now. So if you've got some bad fruit in your life um, and you want to do good reps to change that, how many of you guys have some maybe some bad habits and you want to you want to change them you want to change those things right okay i've got some things i'm raising my hand because i have things that i want to change um can an apple tree or let's say we'll go with the orange tree can an orange tree just become an apple tree just because it wants to no right an orange tree is kind of stuck it's going to be an orange tree Uh, now what if the farmer really wanted his orange tree to become an apple tree and what if, what if the orange tree does all kinds of good apple tree reps, whatever those are? Like what if the orange tree's like, I'm going to become an apple tree. And he starts doing all the things that apple trees do. Will that orange tree become an apple tree? No. Even if it does apple tree reps, <laughs> right, it's, it still won't, right? Now look at this. Again, Jesus agrees with you. So this is, we're on a good, good, good pace here. Jeremiah chapter 13, this is in the Old Testament. Verse 23, this is God asking Jeremiah a question. Jeremiah was a prophet. He's a good guy. God asks a question. So I'm going to ask you guys this question. Can an Ethiopian change his skin? An Ethiopian is is a, a country in Africa, right? So can an African change the color of his skin? What do you guys think? Ooh, we're not sure. Can an African change the color of his skin? Nope, okay, nope. Can a leopard, what does a leopard look like? Got spots, right? Can a leopard just change his spots? Are you sure? Okay. Now, what if, what if the leopard puts like a wig on and then says, I'm a lion now? <laughs> I mean, maybe it could, I don't know. It would still be a leopard, right? Now, what, what if the leopard jumped in a bunch of black paint? Would he, could he say, I'm a panther now? Okay. So so it's like the apple tree, right? You can't just paint the oranges to make them look like apples. That's still a leopard, even though it's dressed up differently. Is that right? All right, you guys agree? Here's some bad news for us, but we're gonna get to good news. God says this, the same thing is with you. If you do bad things and those bad things come out, you sin. You can't just change yourself. Right, here's what he says. He says, then also you, you can't do good if you're used to doing evil. If you're used to lying and deceiving, sometimes you have bad fruit, you're doing these things, right? You're talking, maybe you're talking bad about your sister or your brother or, or you're, you're, you burst out in anger. The bad news, kids and big kids, you can't change yourself. Just like an orange tree can't become an apple tree, a leopard can't become a, a, a lion. Right, we can't just change ourselves. Even, even if that leopard does all the lion reps, right? Even it, it, it doesn't matter. We can do all the reps where we can staple apples to us. We can paint ourselves up. We can look like Christians on the outside. But we cannot change ourselves. That's the bad news. That's the bad news for us. Reps alone can't change us. It's an important part. But that alone can't change us. The inside has to change. And we've already had our theologians in the back totally tell us that. It's the inside that matters, not the outside. Yeah, the outside matters too, but the inside matters first and most importantly. Okay, so here's the good news. Remember how Jesus said, you can't get figs from thorn bushes. You can't get grapes from a blackberry bush. Apples don't come from orange trees, right? You can't just change stuff. But there actually is something in this world that can actually change something first before it causes it to grow. You guys want to take a guess on what that is? Woo! Yeah. how did I know you were going to say that? This is true. There's a certain part about Jesus. We're going to see this right now. Certain part, part something he gives to us. Isaiah chapter 55 this is so great. God says this in Isaiah, he goes, just as the rain and the snow comes down from heaven, rain comes from the sky, comes down from heaven, and it doesn't return to the sky, but what rain does is it comes and it waters the earth. It waters all the orange trees, it waters all the fig trees, and it makes it bring forth and sprout. So rain Uh, If if you have an apple tree that's only this big, what happens after it rains for a a little while? And after maybe a few months, what happens to the apple tree? It grows, right? So rain causes things to grow, right? Rain causes animals to have drink, right? Water to drink so the animals can grow. So rain helps something grow bigger and stronger and healthier. That's what it does. that's what God says, rain doesn't return back to to heaven but it waters the earth it brings forth and it sprouts all these trees it gives seed to the sower and bread to the eater so rain makes things grow that's the purpose of rain makes orange trees bigger but it doesn't make an orange tree into an apple tree does it does rain turn an orange tree into an apple tree no it turns an orange tree into a bigger orange tree is that right so here's what he says He says, now in the same way, this is verse 11, also my word, the Bible, God's word, my word is also gonna come out of my mouth. God's mouth is in heaven, we could say. It's gonna go to the earth in the form of our Bibles and singing the songs that we sing. It's gonna go to the earth and it's not gonna come back to me empty. It's gonna do something. Just like rain does something specific and does something really good, something awesome, God's word, when it goes out of God's mouth, it does something important. It does something powerful. That's what God's word does. It's gonna accomplish, God says, what I purpose for it to do. Just like rain has a purpose, my word has a purpose. And God says, my word's gonna succeed. It's gonna actually do what I send it to do. So this is good news for us. God's word is like rain. It comes down from God, it has a purpose, but here's the good stuff the purpose of god's word isn't just to make your heart grow bigger and stronger that would be bad because if in our hearts is bad fruit then we hear god's word then god's word would just make our bad hearts bigger and badder we don't want that right we want to change i don't want my heart to get bigger and better at sin Right, So God's word comes into our hearts just like rain does and helps us grow, but it doesn't just make us bigger and stronger first. That's what regular rainwater does. Regular rainwater makes orange trees stronger, makes the the African stronger, makes the, the leopard stronger. But God's word comes into us and it does something different. It doesn't just make us stronger sinners. Here's what God says in the next verse. Instead, instead of a thorn, instead will come a cypress tree. So you have this thorn bush. Thorn bush is like low on the ground. God's word comes on the thorn bush and doesn't make it a bigger thorn bush. First, it changes the thorn bush into a cypress tree, which is a really tall, skinny tree, and it makes the cypress tree grow really tall. So it changes it first and then grows it. Then he says, instead of a briar, that's like a a, a raspberry or blackberry bush, instead of a blackberry bush, God's word's gonna change the blackberry bush, turn it into a myrtle tree, also a nice, big, beautiful tree, and it's gonna grow that myrtle tree to be big and beautiful. And then what happens is it says that God's word makes a name for the Lord. It makes God's name famous in your life. When your words come out, they're not bad fruit. It's not bad stuff. It's stuff that glorifies the Lord. It's good fruit, where now people see your fruit and they say, are are you a Christian? Because God's name is now bigger in your life. You actually, you say you're an orange tree and you actually show oranges. So the good news for us is that even though we're producing bad fruit and we can't paint or staple or anything else or just do a bunch of reps, the good news for us is that there is something that actually changes us God tells us that it is his word that makes us alive on the inside, causes us to become born again. The only way for an African or for a leopard or for a a raspberry bush or thorn bush to change, they all have to be born again as something else, right? The African has to be reborn as a European. The leopard has to be reborn as a lion, right? The orange tree has to be reborn as an apple tree. It can't just wish for it. So we have to be reborn. A sinful person needs to be reborn. That's what this is telling us here. So if we have this bad fruit in our lives, the good news is that God can totally change our hearts. If you're sitting there going, you know what, I, I talk back to my parents too much. I'm defiant. Maybe you, you adults, you know, I've got anger. I've got, I, I covet other people's lives. You know, maybe you're, you're, you're dealing with anxiety or bitterness. Right? And you're sitting there going, I want to change, but I just, I can't. That's right. You can't. You can't. Unless, unless, like we just sang, unless God's man is on our side, unless that's the truth, our trying and our reps is going to be losing. It'll be failing. You'll just be like on a treadmill, just going nowhere. Right? We need the Holy Spirit to come into us, just like that jack-o'-lantern picture. We need the Holy Spirit to come into us and him do the work, us partnering with the Holy Spirit's work in our lives. When that happens, now when we do reps, our reps are Holy Spirit-powered. They're not Joby-powered, just wishing to be a different type of Joby. right? I need to change on the inside, and God's word does this, and God says, "I will make it do this. I will send it out, and it will accomplish this purpose." God's word pulls the weeds out of our lives or the pumpkin seeds out of the pumpkin and then plants something brand new. Pulls out that that blackberry bush, plants in a myrtle tree, plucks out that sinful Joby and plants in the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ. That's what I need. I don't just need good reps. I first need to be changed on the inside. So let's go back to this reps thing because reps are still important. Look what Paul says about doing good reps in Philippians chapter two. He says, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For it's God who works in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. Okay, so we'll stop right there. When you do reps, whether it's baseball or dance or soccer or drawing or anything, when you're doing good reps, what we're trying to do is teach ourselves, we're trying to strengthen certain muscles, or maybe it's like strengthening your eye to see art or whatever, like you're, you're strengthening things. So this might be a trick question, kids. When you do reps, like you're working on your swing or you're working on certain things, are you creating muscles or are you working out muscles and strengthening muscles that are already there? What do you guys think? Do you, which one? The second option. The second option. So, so you don't, you, can you create muscle in your body or do you just strengthen the muscles that are already there? Okay, good, you're totally right. Church, we don't, our bodies have no ability to create muscle, we just strengthen the muscle that God already put in us. When we do our reps, our reps aren't to produce salvation. It's not to produce godliness. It's not to produce our righteousness before God, our acceptance before God. It's not to produce something in us that will cause God to love us. We can't do that. We can't can't add anything to our life. What we do, though, is when we've been changed, the Holy Spirit's in us. He gives us salvation. He gives us justification. He gives us a new identity. Now we work out that salvation and we strengthen that. We're doing the reps to strengthen. This is what we call sanctification, right? So we don't produce anything in us. This is what he says, work out. So we're working out our salvation, not to create salvation, but so that we can walk in our salvation with strength. We're doing reps to strengthen. We're sowing good seed, the seeds of the spirit so that we can reap the fruit of the spirit, right? So we're working out the salvation that God has first put in us when we're born again, with fear and trembling, it's God who works in us, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. So God puts in our salvation first. He changes us from that leopard into that lion, right? From that sinner into that saint. Now that we have that salvation, now we're gonna work it out. Now we're gonna do reps. First, God changes us, gives us the Holy Spirit, puts that light in the jack-o'-lantern. Now we do the reps. Now we're working out our salvation with fear and trembling. Now we're building up this, this muscle memory, right? We're, we're getting into God's word. We're in community. We're with people. We're learning to keep our mouths shut when we're tempted to, to gossip or to say something with anger or to say something with bitterness. We're, we're, now we're working out what the Holy Spirit has already put inside of us. We're becoming who we're created to be. We're becoming who God desires for us to be, but first we have to be changed, and so his word comes in us like rain comes in us, right? When when we read the Bible, when we we memorize Scripture, when we come and we hear our brothers and sisters reading Scripture and opening Psalm to us, maybe do family devotions, you have quiet time in the morning... Every time God's word is coming into you, that is rain that is going into your heart and it will accomplish things. Maybe you won't see that right away, right? You're discouraged, you're just kind of down, things are dark, but it says, don't grow weary in doing good. Don't give up on those good reps because in due time, you will reap that fruit, right? Through those dark times, keep letting that rain of the word come into your mind, into your heart, With patience, with that consistency, that fruit will come. Don't grow weary in it. But we have to be changed first by his word. God's word takes the old sinful Joby and replaces it with the spirit of Jesus, the Holy Spirit. And that's what Jesus calls being born again. Right? A leopard would have to be born again as a lion. Joby, a sinner, I have to be born again. I can't just do a bunch of reps and staple a bunch of apples to me and say, look, I'm an apple tree. That doesn't work because it's what's inside that matters, that counts, right? And I can can have all the good works. I can look like a great guy, but if on the inside, I'm still the old Joby, it doesn't matter what I'm showing on the outside. I can be fake. I can be deceiving like we already heard earlier, right? The inside is what matters first and most importantly, And the reps then come after that. So now, if we have the Holy Spirit in us, we've been changed into an actual apple tree. Now we can start to work out and grow and water those roots. And now when that rainwater comes on us, we do those reps. Now that apple tree gets bigger and stronger, produces bigger, better, juicier, crispier apples. And now we're a blessing to all the people who take our fruits. Right? We're, now we're, now our, our negative bad fruit words are becoming good fruit. Now we're, instead of being uh, discouraging, we're being encouraging. Right? Instead of lying, now we're being truth tellers. And this is something we can never do on our own. We can't do this on our own, just change us from the inside out. This is something that God has to work in us first, for and by his will, for his good pleasure. And so when we do these good reps now, now we're working out and strengthening the salvation that God has put in us. Not earning salvation, not trying to keep our salvation. That's set aside in heaven, locked in heaven so we can't destroy it. But we're doing good reps now to become a bigger, stronger, healthier tree with really good, tasty fruit, not just for us, but for all the people around us. For your family members, your siblings, your spouses, your coworkers, your believing friends, your non-believing friends. We wanna produce good Fruit for the people around us. And we want them to know us by our fruit. To look at our lives and say, there's something different about you. You have fruit that's different than my other friends. You have fruit that's different than my other coworkers. What what do you what do you do? What are you feeding yourself? How do you how do you do that? And so at that point now we we change, we grow, we mature, and we live a life that pleases the Lord, that blesses others, and brings us joy. And that is good fruit. Uh, I think the ushers, do you guys have those little handouts? Yeah, okay. So uh, I'm going to have the ushers hand these, um, these out. A lot of you guys, maybe going back a few years, you've seen uh, this, this graphic uh, before, but um, you guys can take this home. Um, it's a graphic of a tree, right? Since we've been talking about fruit, we've been talking about watering. Um, hopefully it's just a, a visual uh, for you to kind of help you think through this. On the back of the, the half sheet here, uh, there's a big old list of some bad fruit. You guys have already listed off a lot of them. And you can go in, uh, go home, maybe as a family, you know, tonight, the next couple of days, maybe as you're carving pumpkins, you can have this discussion. Go through and you can kind of look at this list of bad fruit. And it's a, it's a tough list, I'll be honest, because you're like, man, like how about just circle the whole thing, right? Um, but you'll go in and go, yeah, you know, I have a lot more bad fruit than I thought. The good news for us, church, is that it doesn't have to remain, right? With the power of the Spirit, with the work of God's Word watering us, that bad fruit can turn into good fruit. So as you look at this, if you look at the tree, it's split um, half and half. Um, Half of the tree is dying, half of the tree is growing. If you look in the roots, on the dying half, you're going to see negative things, planting negative things those seeds are going to grow into bad fruit. On the other side, you see that little watering can is watering the roots with God's word and with prayer and with other believers in your life. Now, those, that, those seeds are going to grow into good fruit. Here's the good news, even though it doesn't show this on the, on the, the little picture here, but if you took that watering can that has God's word and prayer and people And if you watered that other side, the the bad side, those bad things, those bad roots would become good roots and would produce good fruit. Now, the same is true, though. If you have good fruit on one side and you take that other watering can that says lack of faith and that kind of thing, you start watering good fruit in your life with negative things, you're going to kill those roots. Right? So hopefully this is just something that kind of helps you see, okay, God, I know I've got bad fruit in my life. How do I change? Well, I have to change by watering myself with the water of God's word. I need to, I need to be connected to the gospel through prayer, through other people in my life. Now, here's what's interesting then. If you take that watering can that has God's word and you pour it on those roots that have all these bad things, it's kind of like the bad fruit has to become born again in a way, right? So so let me ask you kids, if talking back was watered with God's word, what would talking back become eventually? What do you think? Uh, Well, uh, I think I know where you're going, but what would God's word change talking back into? Does that make sense? Yes. Not talking back. back. Yeah, that's the easiest way to say that, right? Uh, Obedience, right? Uh, So we have this talking back fruit. We water ourselves with God's word. God's word changes that talking back. And now when your parents ask you to do something, you say, yes, mom, yes, dad, thank you. You don't talk back. Okay, so let's try a couple others. Let's say if you, you whine a lot right you whine and now you have you complain now god's word waters the whining and complaining what does whining and complaining turn into yes obedience, obedience right now we're not whining we're not complaining our tone is different right we're like we don't just say yes fine man right we go yes yeah I'll, I'll I'd love to do that for you uh let's say you have lying and you water lying with god's word and with prayer what does lying turn into Right there. Truth. Truth. Right now we're telling the truth. Right? Bragging. We had bragging earlier. Bragging turns into being humble. Right? Uh, Making fun of people. We had that over here. That turns into protecting your friends. Right? So we're not just talking about getting rid of things. We're talking about changing things and then helping those good changes grow bigger and then become what Matthew said is habits. Right? We want them to change first, have them grow and become habits. Gossiping becomes Blessing others. Anger becomes patience and gentleness. Now, I think I asked you boys this at the camping thing. I was to see if you remember. What, how do we finish the sentence? Practice makes? Oh, very good. You guys, parents, pay attention. Practice makes progress. Adults, kids, practice makes progress. You will never, ever, ever be perfect at this. You will never stop needing the Holy Spirit to change you. You will never not the spirit of Christ to change who you are on the inside and sanctify you. Practice only makes progress. It does not make perfect, right? So by, by practice, by good reps, by watering, by doing all these things, working out our salvation, we will progress. We will grow and produce bigger, better, tastier fruit, not just for ourselves, but to be a blessing to others. I've got a couple practical things as we wrap up here. Uh, just some of these reps we can do. And then we're going to do something a little different as we close here. Um, one thing we can do is you look at that backside of that sheet. You can go home with your family, with friends, maybe in your community group this week. And the first thing we've got to do is confess. We've got to confess the bad fruit. We just got to be honest. Like we said last week, just being, just boasting in your weaknesses. Yep, this is me. have got to confess. Then we preach to ourselves, and we ask others to preach to ourselves. We bring in God's word, right? We, we, we start building that trellis, right? We have different ways throughout the week that we have God's word coming into us, not just on Sundays, but we're building a trellis to make sure that we're getting God's word, we're getting the water of the word in our minds and our hearts throughout our week. Right, this might be through your community groups or reading good books or in prayer or memorizing scripture, whatever it is, we've got to start doing good reps that work out our salvation throughout our week. Right? Um, I know a lot of you boys have been doing fight clubs right? the last few weeks. I know there's at least 10 or 11 kids that have maybe done some fight clubs. Right. Boys and girls, I want you guys to ask your parents continually, can we do a fight club? Maybe it's a family fight club. Maybe it's one-on-one. doesn't matter. But we want to, you want to have your parents fighting for you and helping you and encouraging you, building you up. Adults, you're not off the hook. You need that as well. You need to have that with your friends, not just in community group, but saying, hey, can we get together for some coffee? I just need some encouragement, whatever it is. Right? We need this. We need the water of the word to come into us. So here's what we're gonna do to close up. We're gonna pray, but we're gonna pray a little bit differently. Um, You guys remember maybe a few months ago, we we prayed through uh, one of the Psalms. We're gonna do this. We're gonna pray through um, the P-R-A-Y, preach the gospel of self, repent, ask, and yield with thanksgiving. If you're here with your family, you guys can do this as a family. Maybe if you've got friends, you can do it with your friends. You can do it alone. Um, you can do it however you want. But what we're going to do is um, I have four different slides that just have a very simple prayer on it. Uh, I'm going to pray a general version of each item, preach the gospel to ourselves, repent, going off the theme that we looked at today. Because one, one thing that's important for us as far as water getting to us is learning how to pray God's word. That's why we're doing this. Kids, I want you to learn how to pray God's Word. Adults, I want you to learn how to pray God's Word. So we're going to pray God's Word as we close up. And um, what I'm going to do is pray a simple prayer. And then we're just going to let maybe a minute or two of silence. You guys can pray in little pockets. You can pray silently if, you're, if you're, you're not here with anybody, whatever it is. But we'll take a minute after each section, P-R-A-Y, we'll take a minute where you guys can pray together the theme that we're doing. So the first ones preach the gospel to ourselves. Is this... Kind of making sense, yeah. kind of okay. So let's try this. Let's pray. Um, the slide will be up there if you kind of need a little prompt for yourself and your your, your pocket of people. Uh, and you guys can get up and move around. You guys can move off to the sides um, if you want to grab some folks from your community group. Do whatever um, to make it easy. Let's all stand together. We'll all stand. That'll make it maybe easier for you to step out and say, "Okay, I'm going to go grab this person." Um, let's pray. We're going to first pray, just preaching the gospel ourselves. Again, this is all in the model of the Lord's Prayer. Uh, So let's pray and thank God for the gospel. I'll pray and then we'll take a minute of silence. You guys can pray out loud or quietly, whatever. Father in heaven, we thank you that you are a good father. We thank you that you have given us eternal life. You've given us your son to cause us to be born again. You've, You've given us the blood of Jesus. You've purchased us. We want to bear good fruit because we want to glorify you. We want want to be a blessing to others. So we thank you that you are the one who gives us salvation. You're the one who works in us and has made us alive. And so we ask God that you would help us. So uh, Lord, as we take a a, a minute here to pray as family, as friends, help us to pray for one another to give you thanks for all that you've done. So church, pray with your Uh, Friends, family, take a minute, uh, preach the gospel to each other through this prayer. I know this is a bit different than what we normally do, and I hope it's, to be honest, I hope it's a little awkward. The reason for that is because, you know, and we've talked about reps, and I always tell our boys when we're playing baseball, when they're trying to work on their swing, I ask them, does this feel awkward? And they say, yeah. And I go, good. That means you're doing something new. That means you're actually stretching yourself and growing and doing the right thing because you've been doing the wrong thing. I'm not saying you've been praying wrong. Don't get me wrong. Man. But I hope this is kind of a little awkward because it's different. It's a new discipline, a new way you're adding things to your life. And so let me pray now a prayer of repentance. And we'll take another moment to do the same with your friends or family or, or just by yourself. And Father, we repent that we, we know, we confess that we have bad fruit in our lives. We Whether it's words, uh, whether it's actions, emotions, whether it's bad habits. But we admit and we confess that we are bearing bad fruit and we don't want to, but we know that reps alone can't do it. And so we want to get this out. We want to we confess it. We want to admit it. We want to get it into the light so that that bad fruit can die and that you can plant good seed in us so that we bear good fruit. So help us, help us to confess right now Help us to confess and repent of the bad fruit in our life. So, church, take a moment. You might even confess some specific things to your family or your friends, to the Lord, whatever it is, but take a moment just to confess. Now let's um, ask the Lord. We're gonna ask Him for our daily bread. The daily bread of His Word, which is, as we just heard, is like rain for us. We want... Um, that daily bread to bring fruit in our lives. So let's pray. Ask the Lord to help us to bear good fruit now. And Father, as we have confessed some of these uh, areas of bad fruit, we uh, we ask, Lord, that you would work your strength in us. We ask that the reign of your word would really change us on the inside. Whether we're super young in this room or we're super old in this room, we need change and we are asking for the power of your spirit who's been put inside of us when we were born again we ask that the power of your spirit would change us would help us to produce good fruit Uh, we might even ask right now church we might even you might even ask the lord right now for specific good fruit that you need to replace that bad fruit so holy spirit we are asking that you would work in us powerfully that you would help us to bear good fruit in the areas of our life where we've been producing bad fruit. And lastly, we're just going to surrender ourselves and yield ourselves to the Lord's work. Give him thanks. Yield ourselves to his timing, his ways. Father, we, um, we want to heed the words of the Apostle Paul when he said to not grow weary in doing good. Uh, We know that it's, it's through patience and trusting your ways, yielding to your ways, yielding to your timing. We so often just want instant results, plant the seed and have it just sprout up, but we have to not grow weary in doing good. So we trust your ways, your timing, your wisdom. We thank you for giving us so many avenues to bring your word into our lives, the people you've given us, the gift of prayer, the gift of your word. We, we want to yield ourselves to the design that you have for us, for the church family, for the means of grace, the word of God, prayer, and community. We, we want to give ourselves to these things because this is your design and we thank you for it. And so now we pray and we ask you, Lord, that uh, you would help us with patience and perseverance to pursue you and to not grow weary in doing good.